All right, we have to go back a little bit for this story, but do you recall, just jog your memory for a minute, last July there was a news story last summer where a prominent Canadian biologist and her husband and her students from China um, were ushered out of a national microbiology lab in Winnipeg, and the RCMP was investigating them. Well, now we're hearing, uh, due to the Freedom of Information uh, access to uh, documents, that one of the scientists escorted from the National Microbiology Lab last year was responsible for a shipment of Ebola and some other life-threatening viruses to the Wuhan National Biosafety Lab four months earlier. Wuhan. I think we're all familiar with where that is. Now, I think it's important that we mention that none of the viruses sent were coronavirus, but Amir Adaran, we've had him on the show before. He's a law professor and epidemiologist at the University of Ottawa. He joins the show to talk about how important this story is. Welcome to the program. Good to have you on again, Amir. Good morning, Kelly. So this story was from last summer, I said, and these uh, this uh, prominent virologist and her husband and students from China were removed from Canada's only level four lab over what we heard about as all we know is it was a policy breach. Can you start with telling us the significance of a level four lab and why we only really have one in Canada? Level four labs are those labs that handle the most dangerous things in the world. You don't find them just everywhere. Um, Canada has a single one of them, and that's in Winnipeg. They handle things like Ebola virus, and they tend to be very high security operations. What comes in and what goes out and who works there is all very carefully controlled for obvious reasons. And What has happened is that the lab in Winnipeg transferred not just a little Ebola and another virus called called Nipah virus to China. They transferred a load of it, tons of Ebola virus of all different genetic makeups, possibly the entire library of Ebola that Canada possesses, was shared with China, apparently in exchange for nothing back. And the government tried quite hard to cover this up and also covered up the fact that the lab in China that received it was the one in Wuhan, another level four lab, but one with links to the Chinese military that does certain extremely dangerous experiments that, in my opinion, just shouldn't happen. These are called gain of function experiments. Can you describe what they are? So gain of function experiments, it's a euphemism. What it means is you take a virus or other pathogen and you modify it genetically so that it gains function. What function? To become either more infectious or more deadly. These are experiments aimed at creating worse viruses and pathogens on purpose because some scientists believe we need to create those ahead of time to recognize what they are if they emerge naturally in the real world. I and others think that is an extremely poor reason to go playing with fire. And some countries have prohibited or at least placed a moratorium on gain-of-function studies. It's not something that we customarily do. Is that because it could be used for biowarfare or other sinister measures? Yes, 
And it also can lead to accidents. Laboratory accidents happen. There have been accidental infections of lab workers with Ebola, with smallpox, with other extremely frightening things. And if you do have an accident with a virus that is made to be more infectious or more deadly, and that person who suffered the accident in the lab goes home and, and you know, hugs mm-hmm. their their husband or their kids and shakes hands with their friends, you can see what's going to happen. Well, when I first read this story, I thought, well, why would the Canadian government, what would they have to gain from sharing these deadly viruses with China? And you're saying absolutely nothing. So that leads me to a different question, uh, because they didn't get anything in return that you're aware of or that anybody's uh, reporting. Um, How often does this happen? Wouldn't we love to know? Wouldn't we love to know? I mean, it, it normally happens that laboratories exchange samples. But it doesn't happen that they exchange the most deadly viruses as casually as Canada did. I mean, the paperwork for this transfer of viruses to Wuhan was incredibly spotty. Nowhere in the documents does it explain why Canada shared these samples. The documents show that Canada very nearly sent the samples in incorrect, unsafe packaging. The only reason they didn't is because the Chinese counterparts in an email wrote, essentially, aren't you using the wrong packaging here? And And just to punctuate how incorrect it was, they were going to place this on an Air Canada flight. They did. So these samples, 30 vials of Ebola were sent on Air Canada from Winnipeg to Toronto to Beijing and then presumably on some Chinese airlines and their flights that we don't know about on to Wuhan. And these were commercial airline flights. So other people, they would be in the bottom of the hold and other people would be up top unaware of, of the fact that they're flying over deadly viruses. And the guys who are handling it, the baggage handlers who you see pulling the luggage out of the airline, um, out of the belly of the aircraft, they would have been handling it. Absolutely. And Canada blew it so badly that we were just days away from sending this in the wrong packaging. It was thanks to the Chinese that didn't happen. Okay, so what alarms you the most? I mean, there's so many alarming things about this story, but is it the fact that we still have no updates on the case from the RCMP nearly a year out on this Chinese scientist, her husband, and uh, the uh, students that were removed from that level four lab? We still don't know what they're being investigated for. That's a problem, but we know what they're not being investigated for. And this is new. This is something that, that I didn't know last week, but apparently the Public Health Agency of Canada, that's Theresa Tam's agency, confirmed it to uh, CBC just very recently. They said that the reason those people are under investigation is not the export of these Ebola viruses to China and Wuhan and possibly the Chinese military. That's not the reason they're under investigation. They're under investigation for something else, which leads me to believe this wasn't enough to trigger an investigation. It took something worse. Wow. That is a really scary thought. So we're left wondering and and waiting 
for information to come out, but there's no report on when the RCMP will uh, divulge any of that information. And are you calling for people to kind of get a move on revealing what this uh, investigation is regarding? You know, it's disappointing I even have to call for this, isn't it? Because we are talking about the mishandling, clearly, of among the most dangerous viruses in the world on an Air Canada flight with incorrect documentation, nearly incorrect packaging, to a government lab in China where one of the researchers who collaborated with with the Winnipeg Laboratory months before works at the Chinese military. That's enough that the government should have been on this from the beginning. And yet the Trudeau government has done its level best to be secretive about it. Amir, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like the start of a blockbuster film. I hate to say it, but it really does. And unfortunately, I got to leave it at that because that's all the time we have. But I do appreciate you sparing any time to talk about this because it is truly a frightening story. And I think we should be aware of the fact that it's out there and that we're still have to ask questions about what's going on a year later.